Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 18th of May. In the top news, spending in foreign exchange through international credit cards will now be covered under the RBI's LRS or Liberalized Remittance Scheme, under which a resident can remit money abroad up to a maximum of $250,000 per annum without the authorization of the Reserve Bank of India. That's as per a finance ministry notification. And with that, there will now be a tax collected at source of 20% for every transaction using a credit card overseas starting the 1st of July. Do remember that that 20% can be claimed back at the time of filing of returns. Now, there's still no word on the next Chief Minister of Karnataka, KPCC Chief DK Shivkumar's spirited resistance to having Siddharamaya as the next Chief Minister, has prompted the top leadership at the Congress to delay the announcement. AICC has been apparently trying to find a power-sharing formula acceptable to Shivkumar. It said it will announce the CM by today and complete cabinet formation soon after. Now, the Chief Justice of India, D.Y. Chandrachud, on Wednesday, voiced concerns about the power given to Delhi's Lieutenant Governor to nominate aldermen or nominated members to the city's municipal corporation without the consent of the state government. The CGI was speaking for the bench during the resumed hearing of a petition filed by the Delhi government seeking the quashing of notifications through which the LG had appointed 10 members to the Municipal Corporation of Delhi on his own initiative. He said that with such powers, the LG can effectively destabilize the democratically elected MCD. In other legal news, the Supreme Court granted a breather to SpiceJet on Wednesday in the contempt petition by Credit Suisse Group. That's for failing to pay dues in accordance with a court-approved settlement agreement. Although SpiceJet has made some payments, the Swiss firm informed the court that the airline is still in contempt of court since it owes $4.4 million. SpiceJet told the court that it would continue making payments of $500,000 to Credit Suisse on the 15th of every month, totaling an additional $1.5 million by August. Now, in other news, Sri Chand Hinduja, the co-chairman and patriarch of the sprawling global business empire that produced one of the world's largest family fortunes, has passed away. He was 87. He died yesterday morning, according to his two surviving children and a spokesperson for the family. Hinduja had suffered from a form of dementia. In international news, the next edition of the Quad Summit which was scheduled to take place in Sydney on the 24th of May, has been cancelled after US President Joe Biden announced his postponement of the visit due to uh, negotiations regarding the debt ceiling in Washington. Biden will also skip the Papua New Guinea leg of his visit, which was coinciding with the Indian Prime Minister's trip there for the Pacific Island Summit on the 22nd of May. The U.S. president will, however, attend the G7 summit in Hiroshima in Japan over the weekend and Quad leaders are expected to meet on the sidelines of the G7 summit. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended strongly positive with all three benchmark indices gaining over a percent. And it's a strong start to trade in the Asia-Pacific region too, with the three early rises all trading in the green. 
And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. Positive cues from overseas. What does its start of trade look like here in India? Good morning, Alex. Yes, the cues are positive because the global markets have done well. And very likely that if the debt ceiling uh, compromise or deal is reached, then there's going to be some further upsides. But uh, it promises to make the start better not necessarily a very robust one. That's the limited point uh, that I do want to make when it comes to our markets today. Remember, um, banks have been strong. Uh, last two days, they have been weak and they have pulled the markets lower. And if banks can recover, then it might lead to a sustainable recovery. But the indicators, as I've been saying, are still bearish. I think from PSU banks as well, strong SBI earnings are necessary to spur the sentiment further in some of these stocks. And very interesting that technology continues to see mixed views. Today, there was a Jeffrey's note which spoke about how profitability of key clients is coming off and that might lead to a bit of an issue. But buy side uh, is, is, is now nibbling meaningfully at some of the tech names from a two, three year perspective. Key earnings today, of course, we you would have already spoken, but um, you know SBI and ITC amongst the key ones, but some interesting ones, including Interglobe Aviation as well. And it will be expected that that stock will publish some good set of numbers to showcase its market dominance. I'm not saying they'll fudge it. I'm just saying it will naturally come by virtue of the kind of buying that is happening or the kind of buying of tickets that is happening in the travel that's happening. Stocks to watch. There is Vedant Fashions, which is a conducting an offer for sale. Uh, so about a 7% discount to, the, to yesterday's pricing. Very likely the stock will start lower, but a Morgan Stanley note suggests that this is, as this is merely for the promoters to comply with the with SEBI shareholding norms, this will only remove a technical overhang on the stock. And therefore, if I'm reading is correct, then if the stock starts off lower and if it's subscribed well, then you might well see the stock bouncing as well. So be mindful about that. Um, some result boys, Honeywell Automation, good set of numbers, uh, Marginally above estimates, if you will, on most counts, including EBITDA margin, which have come in at 16.34 versus expectations of 14.5%. So that should help the sentiment on the stock. So do watch out for this one. Do watch out for Thermax as well. Again, an EBITDA beat marginally. Uh, revenues were largely in line, but EBITDA margins at 8.65 versus 8.3% uh, estimated and net profit up 52% at 156 versus estimates of 139. So decent numbers could do well. Sandur Manganese, very strong numbers. Revenues up 56%. EBITDA margin have expanded 2,000 basis points and net profit up 319%. Certainly will do well. MM Forging set a decent outing too. EBITDA margins expanded 70 basis points. Net profit jumps up uh, and EBITDA too up about 25%. So could have a decent day. They've met their guidance, which is a good thing. What didn't do well was Whirlpool. Uh, terrible numbers, revenues down 3%, EBITDA margin down 300 basis points at 5.74%. On that base, it's a big miss. Net profit down 30%, very likely could correct. Uh, General Steel, again, um, numbers decent uh, relative to estimates, but a weak quarter nevertheless. In other news, Precall has filed an objection with the CCI against the Min against Mindacorp uh, or acquiring the stake. So those two again come in focus. And in amongst brokerage notes, I think one or two that stood out for me was Max Healthcare, wherein most brokerages have raised the target prices uh, on the back of good numbers. And um, 
there is devyani in which most brokerages have cut the stock or cut the rating uh, to either an accumulate or a hold as the case may be so that's the other pocket which might looks the other set of stocks which is devyani which might looks likely wobbly in the session today so that's the long and short of what will happen to individual pockets of strength and weakness based on results and news and with this it's back to you thanks neeraj and as always thank you all for listening in do remember to check out the website bqprime.com and all of our social media platforms over the course of the day for all the latest news and updates this is bq prime